And we're back. Another Tuesday night worth of gaming goodness. Dion uh, is is resting up for his vacation trip to California coming out uh, Jeff's way. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't think anywhere close. Anywhere nope. close. Uh, so we will wish Dion a, a happy vacation. But tonight, uh, in support of the impending Kickstarter drop of Dicey Tales 2nd Edition, we are going to play a story arc for the next few weeks uh, in Jeff's game. Uh, wave Jared Jeff. This is the person who created it. Send all hate mail his way. Um, and all the good mail, too. We, we like the good mail as well. Uh, we have already made characters, so we won't do a carriage in this. We're going to kind of just jump right into a game. But Richard, who'd you make? Tell us a little bit about him. Hi there. I didn't make them at all. I stole a character from 1950s uh, Adventure Boys comics called Matt Braddock, whose I Flew with Braddock was his uh, tale, and he was a champion dance player and sergeant who was a bomber in the war awesome uh what is braddock's nationality he is english pip pip etc okay and if you would please roll me a d15 uh no (laughs) i'm not prepared for that This is uh, this is for my own use to set up my my little story here. D D fifteen a D fifteen the magic right. of digital we can roll all kinds uh, three. of three there you go okay very good all right so uh, we are playing in ni- the year is nineteen fifty January first okay so it has been five years since the end of World War Two all the characters here uh, played uh, were in the war. Uh, even if it was just for a short amount of time at the end, uh, we will get to how you know each other in a bit. But I imagine Braddock was in the RAF. Indeed, yes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, Oak, who are you playing? I am playing Jackie Calhoun. He's a very smart guy. Did a little bit of a mechanicing and uh, bartending to get him through, but. Uh, Got into a, a chemistry lab, and then when he went into the military, uh, was demolitions expert. Oh, very nice. And he is American? Yes, sir. Okay, American. Also, roll me a D15. Anytime, Oak. Anytime. <laughs> Sorry, I, I did it in Twitch, and I'm like, why isn't that going through? I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong window. It's not as easy. As people want it. <laughs> it's, it's not like I've never right made window. that mistake before, ever. Okay, like I just typed it. Come on, be a twelve. All right, very good. Uh, Jeff, tell us about your character. Okay, uh, my character is Nicolo Sartin. He is a Corsican who uh, fought with the English uh, after uh, France was lost to the Germans. He went over, and uh, he's actually part of the Corsican Mafia. And in a uh, kind of a deal with them in the OSS, he became a hitman. And he's an explosives expert and a crack shot. And a fair hand at savat. 
But as Hoover's boys will tell everyone, there's no such thing as organized crime. So, you know, that's just a fairy tale. There's no mafia. Nope. <laughs> and if you can roll me a D15 as well. How do I do that? I'm sorry. Just do slash roll space 1D15 in roll 20. In roll 20. Okay. Okay. Slash roll space D15? 1D15. 1D. Not seeing it. There it goes. An eight. All right. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Okay, I'm bringing up the last member for our little journey tonight. Bill, who are you playing? I am playing Reginald Fane. Um, he was a, uh, you know, he did a little stint in the army. Um, you know, publicly didn't do much. He worked. Uh, I, I kind of envision him as, even though this is this was pre World War Two and it was filmed like uh, Leslie Howard in the Scarlet Pimpernel. He 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 kind of you know is real like. You know, oh, hello, very, very jolly, very friendly. He he moves in high society circles, but uh, he helped a lot of uh, Jews and gypsies and and other people escape the uh, the Third Reich during the war. And okay. he was actually pretty good at it. So you took a soldier at a zero level. So you came in near the end. You didn't get a lot of training. Right. Uh, so yeah, you just came in kind of at the very end there. And if you can roll me a D15 as well, Bill. All right. I did, however, take espionage agent at a three. Yeah. Oh, let's see if I can type properly. Here we go. Got an eight. Got an eight as well. Okay. Here, growling in the background, it is my dog, Buddy, who is jealous that I am talking to other people. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me just talk over here. And I need to open up my notes for tonight's adventure. Hey, be a good boy. Sit. All right. So, um... Braddock, you awaken to the strains of Mona Lisa by Nat King Cole being played on a record player, scratchy, as if the record has had a lot of use. It uh, stuck in a groove, and uh, one particular line keeps repeating over and over. You've got a massive headache. You're cold. You smell of booze. You put your hands to your face and you notice that your knuckles are swollen. The skin's broken and bleeding. As if you've had a, a night of boxing, bare knuckles boxing with someone. Touch your face, which also feels <clears throat> bruised and swollen. One of your eyes is caked shut with blood. Shake your head a little bit. There's dim light about. You seem to be in some kind of warehouse. There are people 
laying about you. Some snoring. Um, people seem to be alive uh, until your eyes fall upon one person who's definitely not. Uh, it looks like he's been beaten to death. His face, his cheekbones are broken and hollowed. You can't make out his features. It's just so swollen and disfigured. Uh, he's not breathing. Uh, at least one arm and two legs, uh, both legs, have been broken. Uh, everyone else looks like they've been through a fight, but are breathing as well. There's a recognition to some folks as you're looking around. Uh, you haven't seen them good six or more years. Ooh, we're getting some static from somebody. I think it's probably Bill. Hey, Bill, can you mute yourself for a minute? Jesus Christ. Can't <laughs> fucking win with this thing. Poof, he's gone in a ball yeah. of smoke. Yeah, it's Bill. Uh, you recognize uh, some of uh, your old comrades. Uh, towards the end of the war, you got loaned out, uh, sectioned out to a special operations branch that was made up of uh, folks from uh, different, uh, different armies in the uh, Allies. You had uh, some very peculiar missions that you were sent on, uh, not the average sort of fare. After the war, you kind of lost touch with one another. There were uh, more than those that are here. There's some folks missing from that unit, but uh, three of the folks here were from that old unit. And uh, as you're looking around, uh, Calhoun, uh, you come conscious next. <clears throat> you are got a head-splitting just you feel like you the worst hangover you can imagine you still smell of alcohol uh your face hurts your hands hurt uh, same thing uh, you look around you see some folks you recognize but haven't seen uh, in a very long time just as your eyes fall on the obviously dead man in the center of the floor the warehouse doors fly open letting in Brutal amounts of sunlight uh, as your eyes contract, the headaches gets worse. Everyone else, uh, the other two characters, open their eyes, wake up as well. As uh, <clears throat> a bunch of armed uh, constabulary come in, uh, shouting in a language that I believe only one of you can understand. One of you can understand French. Yep. Sorry. All right. That's our course again. Uh, it is uh, it's the French gendarme. Uh, they are yelling at you to uh, put your hands up, lay it flat on the ground. Uh, don't make any moves. Uh, they seem to be very uh, shouting this quite loudly, only in French. Uh, as they spread out, it's a good 10 men uh, with guns. I can understand French as well. Then you, you understand them. How do you react? What do you guys do? I look around we, to see everybody else. See if anybody knows. We all know each said. other, correct? Yes. Uh, it's been years since you've seen each other, but you spent some time together in a special unit. Uh, the hell's he saying, Nicolo? He's telling us to get up and uh, put our hands up slowly over our heads. So he starts raising his hands up. Yep, they have. Uh, some of the men are going and checking other corners of the warehouse. Uh, the light illuminates everything very brightly now. Uh, they've surrounded you. They've got pistols out, and they're still shouting. 
start getting up slowly. Why does this shit happen every time we're together? Oh, they uh, several of them uh, just take aim at you and start shouting more. Uh, Nicola, is that says that our course again? Me. Hey, easy, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are growling like dogs. I mean, they might have dogs. Uh, Sartine, uh, that's it. They're telling you to get on the ground and put your hands up, and uh, your friend just stood. Uh, oh, I thought you were saying stand up with your hands. My, my, that's me as a player, but I thought I was there saying stand up with your hands behind your head. So, okay, yeah, I do what they're saying. Okay. Uh, so everyone else I mean, doing? I am already standing up, so I just put my hands up. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do what they say, I guess, Lance. I will comply as well. All right. Uh, one man is one of the gendarmes is checking uh, the pulse of the, the man that's been just brutally pummeled to death on the floor. He looks up at this commanding officer. Shakes his head. Uh, another prattling on in French. Uh, you, those of you can speak it. Uh, you're, you're, excused, you're being accused of killing this man. Okay. Um, just for a second, well, you know, as I'm looking, as they're doing what they're doing, um, how are they dressed? What are they armed with? Um, I tell you what, you uh, so okay. That's your that's your first reaction. Why don't you make? We'll do the first roll of the game uh, for Nicolo here. Why don't you make me a mind check if you have any kind of uh, career for? Um, actually, your criminal career would work fine for this. Yeah. You can add that in there. Okay. So let's see here. I got a two. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Hold on just one second. Let me... I'm trying to gather my mind in this uh, character sheet. Where's the careers? Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is. Two. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you should be able to click the plus. top die that's next to mine. It'll ask you what your modifier is. That's where you can drop in your career rank and then just hit submit. Okay, well, let me try this one. <clears throat> We're using Roll20 tonight, and there is a very nice character sheet in here for Barbarians of Lemuria, which Dicey Tales is based on. Uh, so it works pretty nicely for what we're using. So an 11 is a success. So in Dicey Tales, your target number is 9. Uh, it can be adjusted depending on modifiers. This one is basic, no particular modifier. Um, it is... Uh, it's an official uh, French um, gendarme or constabulary, but it's for their, it's not for their home legion. It's what they use for protectorates. So you're not in France. You don't actually know where you are. The last thing you remember was playing in a casino back in the U.S. And you don't think you're in the U.S. anymore. Okay, so... Um, they're armed. I mean, they're, they're dressed like the territorial gendarmes. Right. Mm -hmm. How are they armed? Uh, I am not a historian, so it would be whatever is appropriate to the time. I mean, do they have pistols? Do they, they have, just have sticks? Do they, they have, have pistols. Okay. Yep. They have okay. Pistols. All right. So, so they, they have their armed gendarmes and they look mm -hmm. legit to me. They look very le legitimate. Yes. Okay. So I just kind of, uh, well, I'm taciturn to begin with, so I'm not mm -hmm. going to say a lot. So I, 
for the moment, I just follow directions. Okay, so you lay down. Full evaluating. Hands yeah. out to the side. Anyone else? Uh, so their uh, their commanding officer is uh, is not so much asking as accusing you of killing this man that's on the floor. Not responding to that. I'm just looking at the other guys to see if any of them are reacting like I did it. Okay. All of you guys look like you've been in a bar brawl. Like you've taken blows to the face. Some of your, your faces are swollen. Uh, Richard's characters, one of his left eye is kind of swollen shut. You all have cuts and bruises on your knuckles. I mean, I can start saying things, but I've no idea what they are saying at us. So, I mean, got my hands up. Okay. British Embassy? All right. Uh, Bill, your character is the other one that speaks French. Uh, So, are you saying anything? Yeah, just kind of like, you know, what what is this? This is rather ridiculous. What is this all about? I was in a casino and now I'm obviously beat up somewhere and being accused of killing someone. What What's all this about? Why us? <laughs> uh, he, he gives a laugh. He says, there's a dead man here, obviously pummeled to death. You yourself have gone a few rounds with someone recently. We had uh, an observer leave a tip saying that something was going down in this warehouse and to come quickly as someone was being murdered. Can you tell us where we are? Because I honestly don't know. <laughs> uh, Braddock, you said uh, said an English uh, yeah, the English embassy, and uh, he Pretty switches jelly, over. Yes. Yeah, he switches over oh, to well. English. He says, "Do you have diplomatic passport?" I don't think I have anything. I have no idea where I am. What country are we even in? He says. Are, are you on drugs? Not currently. I, yeah, I, uh, he, I've had a drink, I assume. I'm smelling myself, but... Um, yeah, your mouth definitely tastes like you had a long night of binge drinking. Like, you still have yeah. tasted gin in your mouth. <clears throat> uh, wow. He kind of motions to his men who come around and they start uh, putting... Uh, uh, irons on everybody's uh, wrists. <clears throat> we'll get this sorted. Back at the station. Get up! Uh, he's talking in English now. All right. Uh, get up. Okay. Uh, you're marched out into what feels like a hot desert sun. There's a uh, scent of salt air. In the environment, uh, you can see, though these men are French, wearing uh, French uh, officer regalia, you are seeing signs of like minarets, uh, some uh, almost uh, some Muslim themes to the uh, the environment around you. Uh, my, there's several. Go ahead. In my background, um, I did serve in. I put down. I don't know if you heard the background, but I put down that I served in Europe, Greece, and North Africa. None of those places. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Uh, there are people on the streets. You're very, very close to uh, street vendors that are selling uh, things like dates uh, and uh, other uh, fruits on the streets, as well as lamb, chickens. Okay. 
Um, do, <clears throat> do we know or do I know of any, um, what territories does France control in the Middle East? Um, you've got a career that would help you with that? Uh, just, I would think common knowledge, but you know, um, yeah, it's not really common. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I'd take a mind roll at it if I could. Yeah, that's fine. Anybody else can do the same as well. If you just want to make a mind check, I'm making it a little difficult if you don't have any kind of background that would give you like a world traveler sort of sense to it. Okay. So I'm looking for a 10. So yeah, you still succeeded. Anyone else? Nope. Reginald, no idea. Seems very odd to you. All right. Uh, Nicola, uh, you're, you're thinking, um, you know, maybe you're not, you're not really sure. You're looking around. It's like Morocco. And then you pass a sign. Uh, it, it's done in a few different languages, but it's done in French as well. You're in Casablanca. Okay, so I'm going to assume that I might know people in Casablanca since this is part of what I did in the war. Well, would you have had any reason to be in Morocco during the war? Well, of course. If I'm getting people out, wouldn't we have gone through not, Casablanca? Not in Morocco. And that's uh, not what Humphrey Bogart said, okay? <laughs> <laughs> not in Morocco. Uh, well, what's your nationality, actually? I'm American. Oh, you're an American. Oh, in that case, yeah, certainly. Uh, you could have been in a couple of failed attempts uh, <laughs> that, that happened uh, for them uh, to take over areas of Morocco. Um, yeah, okay. So maybe you start to recognize the places. Um, you don't speak French, though, uh, or any of the other languages that are on these signs here. I do speak French. Oh, you do. I'm sorry. Yeah, you do speak French. So you see the sign as well. Uh, you're being marched to a squat cement building. Um, you're all frisked. Uh, certain things are taken. You know, your wallets and passports are taken. Apparently, you do have passports on you. A few other things can, are taken from we, you. Can, Go ahead. can I see the passport for a moment? Anybody? No? You're you're still bound, but he holds. Yeah, I know. I'm asking: Is they're taking it away from us? Yeah. Can we, can we see the passport? You can. Uh, the last stamp in there says that you uh, got to Morocco two days ago. You really don't and remember coming to Morocco. <laughs> is it my passport? Does it, is it have my name on it and it has previous journeys, etc. on Yep, there? you recognize oh, everything okay, about fine. it, except for the fact that you don't remember coming to Morocco. Must have been a hell of a party. <laughs> there uh, there's also a photograph that's taken out of your pocket. Not something you uh, you remember. Yeah, and remember having in there. Do we all have a photograph, or is it everybody's being kind of processed processed at the same time? So wallets, uh, passports. Uh, Yeah, everybody has the same photograph that's taken out of your pockets. It's folded in half, and it's your team. It's the it's the special unit from back in the war. There were eight of you. Uh, Over the years, you were given word that your other four companions had died. Uh, but it, yeah, it's, it's the last picture that you guys remember having taken as a group. 
And on the back, um, there is a date two days ago and the name of a hotel. Uh, the Hotel El, El Mansoir. Which presumably is a hotel around here. Is it? I suppose you know it, person who is processing me. Oh, yes. A very fancy hotel. Several blocks that way. I wonder if we've got rooms there. Well, you certainly mm, have a room for tonight, as he throws you into a cell. <laughs> Uh, right now, you're all just being held in the communal cell, so you're all together. Uh, you're still bound. You still have your, your hands cuffed behind your back, uh, and you're all in the same cell. And uh, the commander, you're assuming, comes up, speaks in English, and says, I'm going to sort this out, find out who this dead man is, and how exactly he came to die. All right. Good. Um, I'd like to know that. Is there anybody else in the cell with us? just you guys right now. Actually, as you look around, you didn't notice at first, but there is somebody actually sleeping underneath one of the cots. He's kind of curled up into a ball. He's got a very thin blanket over his head. Uh, is it really moving? Okay. So, uh, if I notice him, I look at the guys and I do a knife thing and, you know, a little nod of my head towards there and point over to him. One of the guards says, hey, now! You leave Lucky alone. He's a town drunk. He's a good man. Yes, uh, the year is January 1st, 1950. Of course, you guys don't know the actual day. <laughs> Do I know any Corsican Union connection to Morocco? Unless you bought it as a boon, no. Okay. I was thinking criminal too, since I'm in the Corsican Union. Yep. Okay. I don't think right. criminals automatic. I don't think the the careers automatically give you contacts, though. I think that's a boon you have to have, right? Well, it's the levels that you have. Yeah. And uh, you know, the the higher the level, the more in you are, or mm -hmm. whatever you know. Okay. Okay. All right. So. I'm trying to well, think. So. It's bloody good to see you all again. Um, sorry about the circumstances and all, but uh, hey. Do I think I might be able to use my great wealth to get us out of this? Well, uh, you didn't have stacks of cash in your pockets. Uh, all you, you know, you were stripped with it, as everyone else was of your goods. The mm -hmm. only thing in your in your pockets was your passport. Uh, the photograph and just a few knickknacks here and there. Uh, one of them, and you were the only one, had an apartment key for a hotel. Okay. And we're not bound right now. Are we shackled and bound still, or did they? Your hands are still bound behind your backs, but you are not shackled. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna stretch a little bit then. Mm -hmm. Especially my legs. I'm not going to show off and kick or anything, but I want to stretch my legs and kind of walk around a little bit in the thing. Because if we woke up the way we woke up, we probably have like remnants hurt. of headaches and stuff. Yeah, you, know? you so hurt. Your body hurts. Try to loosen up just a little bit without overdoing it. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Well, as I said, good to see you all, but anybody know why the bloody hell we're here? I just remember being in a casino and I was probably having one or two or 27 drinks and uh, I don't know what. Were all of us at the casino or was that just his memory? Bill can say that was his. That was actually uh, Jeff's character's memory was being in a casino, but Bill can certainly have been in one too. Again, you guys have not. It fits me that I was in a casino. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody was in a casino. Yep. But none of you were certainly in Casablanca or probably nowhere near this place. You said I was in the U.S., right? On the East Coast, West Coast? Where where was I? Uh, California. I was in California. Hollywood? Yes, actually. Uh, Actually, you remember that uh, the last thing uh, that you remember thinking about it is that you you were sent a script for a film. Uh, You never got a chance to crack it open, though. It's a a brand new film, but you do seem to remember that uh, the title was French. But that's it was shady. You just saw it like, you know, just just in passing. They were getting your expertise on uh, criminal activities. <laughs> okay. So it was a consultant thing. A consultant. Yeah. Okay. That's what we'll call it. Okay. Uh, cons- a casino in Hollywood. Uh, well, probably a underground kind of thing. And I do that. I say, I look up and I look at the guys and I say, I was in Hollywood. I'm bully for you. No, I mean, where were you? I was probably in my local. Yes, a couple of days ago. Yeah, I didn't have anything particular on. Yeah. I've still got a plane, still flying, but uh, can't remember any jobs that I was doing at the time. So I'm probably based in back in Old Blighty. Jackie, where are you? Last I remember, I was uh, down in Tijuana having a good time. There's a couple of sweet senioritas I know down there, and uh might have been looking for some extra work, but uh, I was having more fun playing. And uh, I think I drank too much, and that's the last I remember. Hmm. As you guys are getting acquainted, uh, one of the officers comes to your jail cell, opens it up. and says, what at the time? Come out, come out. He points at uh, uh, Richard, your character, first. Step here. Okay. Yes. Uh, somebody goes behind your back, and then you feel like them kind of unclench your hand. when He's got a magnifying glass. He's looking at your hands. And he says, uh, nothing here, Captain. Says, okay. And that's repeated, each of you. You're each asked to step out one at a time, and they, they take a really good look at your hands. The man shot? Uh, Captain comes back, and he has a photograph that he shows you. This is written in the man's own blood on the wall. What does it mean? Did not write it. He did not write it. Someone wrote it in his own blood. And it says, uh, remember Firefly. You can't take the skies from me. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, Who else was there? Nothing. Uh, 
Does that spark anything in us as far as uh, operations or anything like that? Firefly, anything? Mm -mm. Not at all. I just look at the other guys to see what if anybody's got a reaction. Someone else was there. Who else was there? None of you wrote this. He did not write this. Who wrote this? Who was the man? His face is too badly damaged. He did not have passports. You know as much as we do. Look, last thing I remember, I was drinking in Tijuana. I woke up here. This is a very long drunken trail to get from Tijuana to here, sir. And your passport shows that you entered our country two days ago. I don't want to tell you, bub. Mm. Very well. Where are you staying? I know where like I said I, I don't remember even coming here so if I have lodgings I have no memory of them let's well, suggest you find lodgings do not leave Casablanca until this has been settled someone has found you important enough all of you to post a bail for your good intentions there will be an inquiry you'll be asked to come back you're free to go for now. Do not leave. Um, who posted bail for us? This is anonymous. It's done over the phone with the banknote left. Who even knew that we were in jail? He shrugs. Maybe the man who killed left you there. I kind of stick my hands in my pockets and pull them out and bunny ear my pockets. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be going anywhere. So your passports are returned, uh, and again, each of you has a photograph, same photograph. It was all taken from the same negative. It all has the same information on the back, looking like it was written by the same hand, name of hotel, and, uh, you know, looking, you know, you see a calendar here, so we'll say. So it was a date two days ago, January 1st, so you must have been in some kind of New Year celebration, you think. What's the name of the calendar? I mean, uh, not the calendar, the uh, hotel. Uh, it is... Again, Cotel Antoir, M A N O U R. I don't know about you, but um, I have so, nowhere to go but this place. Yeah, none of you have cash in your pockets. And uh, the only other thing, uh, Bill's character um, has a key, like an apartment key, but he's the only one that does. I guess we head to this hotel. Maybe our benefactor is uh, paid for rooms as well. Change of clothes, at least. Nice. Yeah, worth at least checking out, yeah. We got a uh, bit there. So uh, Rerolls were helpless. Um, yeah, it's several blocks away. Um, the central town. The town has uh, grown since uh, the little war. Uh, a very small building. Very large movement. Should uh, place off as a destination place. It's more well known for the fact that uh, one of the largest suppliers of gunpowder. 
you're coming in and out for me, I guess. I was yeah. just going to say the same. Yeah, oh. getting, getting them out. Am I still? That's better. Okay. Uh, did you miss anything I said? I missed the whole thing. You missed just, the whole thing. Yay! I'm so uh, start from the very <laughs> beginning when the stream right. started. So you wake up in a warehouse. <laughs> uh, I, I said the hotel is a couple of blocks away. Um, none of you have any cash in you. Only Bill's character has a key. You all have the same photograph and your passports. That's all that was on you. I mean, of course, the clothes that you're wearing as well. Which are very, you're very familiar with. These are your clothes. Do I remember the last time I was dressed? Was I dressed like this? No. No, this okay. is, uh, yeah, definitely not. Do it is I, for your wardrobe, just, you know, you dressed for the climate here. Okay. <laughs> Do I think I, I'd have to go to a bank to get some money, or could I talk to someone at the hotel? Well, if it's a nice hotel, you can probably just talk to somebody at the hotel. Okay, well, I guess we'll see how nice the hotel is before I decide that. All right. Well, uh, if you walk it, uh, again, uh, there's been a lot of reconstruction since the war. Casablanca has been kind of uh, prettied up uh, and become a a destination for tourism. Uh, France is really playing up that this is a a great civic endeavor um, for them, Uh, some national pride going into it. As you're passing by, you see the hotel. Uh, it's beautiful. It's several stories tall, uh, ivory, capped with gold top minarets. Uh, it's got a very wide outer area where there are cars dropping people off. Um, there are bellhops aplenty, servants aplenty. There's a big fountain in the front with uh, uh, almost like a water garden with several statues spewing out. Arcs of water creating a very intricate design. You are go not dressed and... for this place. <laughs> I'm going to go over and splash some water on my face and try and... Oh, all right. A servant comes out like right away. A servant comes out and uh, starts yelling at you in French, which you probably don't understand. Yeah. Uh, he's got like a... Not like a cane, but like a prodding stick. Yeah. Apparently beggars coming to use their water is a common occurrence. And he's coming up to like he's going to beat you with it. He's telling you to move along. You're guessing. Anyone? I don't know what <laughs> You have no idea what they're saying. How large or an imposing of a man is your character, Richard? Um, He's... Not that imposing. I mean, he's a pilot, so he's he's physically fit, but he's not overly muscly. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. So the person says that he's getting a little closer, seeing that you're uh, you're not native. Uh, he's a little unsure, but he's still yelling at you. Those of you that do speak French, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's telling the beggar trash to go away. That he is. Uh, Making the hotel look bad. Fish out the um, photo and uh, turn it over and show the address. And that—that that is this address. And does it have a room number on it as well? It doesn't. No, it, just it doesn't. Huh? 
he stops so yelling. Up and then I'll go, yes. He stops oh, yelling. He, he mm, looks, mm. he nods. He, he looks you over, though. He, he seems to be like, because you look horrible. I'm like, your face yes. is still swollen. Your clothes smell and reek of alcohol. He's he, he shakes his head and he's like, yeah. Well, good then. Looks like the place. In we go. Yeah, I'm proceeding in. <laughs> okay. I turn and I look at him doing the thing with the with the guy with the stick, and then I just turn back and go on in. All right. Uh, you are given several looks by uh, how you're dressed, but once you get into the lobby, um, one of the bellhops dressed in this like this red and gold suit, uh, t- large top hat on, comes out and smiles uh, very largely at all of you. Uh, and speaks uh, since uh, Nicola speaks French, speaks to Nicola. It's like, oh, I see that you had an incredibly good party last night. I hope you're feeling okay, uh, Mr. Sartine. Uh, should we prepare baths in your rooms? Yes, definitely. Ah. Uh, there's uh, there's a envelope uh, at the front desk for you and your party as well. Uh, he greets each of you. The, the bellhop ab- absolutely knows each one of you. Greet you by name, asks if you'd like a bath drawn for your apartment. In English or in French? Uh, it would be French to the two that speak French and then English for everyone else. Yeah, you got any food also? Oh, yes, please. Just, just phone down, tell us what you'd like off the menu. We'll send it right up, of course. Of course. And I seem to have misplaced uh, some of my funds. It, it, may I... Uh... Is there any way I could have someone run to the bank for me, sort of make a withdrawal? Oh, absolutely, Mr. Fain. How much would you uh, like? Uh, would you like this in, in, in cash or discredited to your account? Uh, what would you like? Um, I'd like some cash, yes. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, how much should we withdraw in your name, sir? I don't know. What would be a good amount for nineteen fifty? Huh? <laughs> well, uh, it, with as much alcohol as you and your friends ordered last night, I would, I would say a hundred should do you well. Hmm. I'll, 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 maybe I'll take a uh, hundred on my account and a hundred in cash, and maybe, maybe, maybe take five for yourself. Oh, uh, American dollar, sir. Yes. Oh, very good. Very good. I go up to the. Uh... The concierge, mm-hmm. and uh, very glad to see you, <laughs> as you as you walk up. It's like, was the champagne to your liking, sir? Mm. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, any messages? Uh, there is a letter uh, for each of you. Uh, he goes behind him, and there's mailboxes back there. He pulls out uh, a very like a, a gilded edged envelope. Uh, it's handed. He hands to each one of you. It's nothing on the outside. It wasn't delivered through the post system. Do the mailboxes that he's pulling them out of have room numbers on them? They do. Okay, I want to look at everybody's room, you know, see yep. where he's pulling them from. You're all on the same floor. You're all on the third floor, consecutive numbers. Okay. Okay. What room was I? Well, whatever uh, room I am, I'm taking note of it. Yeah, 305. Okay. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm pretending I, I'm not like totally what the hell, you know? So. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, send up some food. Very famished. And then I turn and uh, I tell the others, 
I'll be in my room, 305. And then I start walking that way. All right, yeah. What the best you do? Yeah, I'm going to my room to get cleaned up and get some food. Yeah, same here. Yes. Order okay. a raw steak if they've got one. Uh, they send uh, a servant with each one of you. Uh, as you go up to the room, they open the doors for you. Um, they make sure that your beds have been cleaned down. They take your order for any food that you would like. You find that you basically got the whole third floor. There are six rooms on this floor, of which you're taking up four. There are two rooms at the very back end across the hall from each other, which you are not. So those are the two extra rooms. I asked uh, the the guy with me, I said, who has the other two rooms? Oh, uh, 309 and 310, sir. 309 is, uh, it was empty as, uh, as uh, was the direction given to us uh, for your excess uh, gear, if needed, uh, and servants, if needed. Uh, and 310 is your companion, sir. Our, my companion? Uh, yes, sir. The fifth of your number. Do you have a name? Uh, no, sir. He, he never left a name. Has he left the room? Um, he's not currently in, no. Okay. Thank you. And uh, I said, uh, your name? Oh, uh, you call me Bill, sir. Bill. Okay. He, looks a little, he looks a little sad that you don't remember that you gave him the affectionate name of Bill. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bill. I have a very bad headache, but uh, I will remember you towards the end of my stay. He nods. Uh, you guys are all given the same treatment. You're the very polite staff, uh, as if you were, you know, just top name guests. Uh, yeah, anything that you want to have brought to your rooms, food or drink wise, they are just right on it. All of your rooms are immaculately cleaned. Uh, suitcases, which all of you recognize, like it's, it's your suitcases you recognize on the bed. Uh, there are some materials, maps of the city, stuff that you know any anyone here for the first time or. Uh, not in a long time would need to navigate the streets uh, to find where things are, etc. Um, in Braddock's room, uh, <laughs> there's a few extra things. Uh, you have uh, there's a writ there that's both in uh, it's in French and in English. Uh, you apparently have a, a dock at the wharf. Okay, makes sense. Yes, mm-hmm. after I've got here somehow. Okay. Um, I'll go Bill, to my Mr. Fane's room. Uh, you traveled with a lot of luggage. Uh, you have a lot of uh, uh, evening wear, uh, <laughs> as you normally travel with quite a bit of luggage. Although you usually travel with some help, you don't know who you would have traveled with. But normally, you travel with help. Is there any indication that any of the help came with me? No, but you were told that three oh nine was an extra room to hold your excess baggage and help if needed. Okay. Is there anything in 309? Uh, you want to go check? Yep. Okay. Your helper has left at this point, uh, and the room is locked. Do we have our actual bags, our possessions? Your possessions are there. I mean, in our rooms. In your rooms, yep. Okay, so I'm going to go back to my room, and I'm going to... Uh, in one of my suitcases on the side, 
kind of uh, zipper it open and pull out some small, thin wires and picks. <laughs> yep. They're all still there. And then I'm going to go over to uh, 309. And where I see, I see Reginald's already there. And I look at him and I kind of raise my eyebrow and show him a pick. Oh, be my guest. And then I'm... <laughs> Yep. Well, about doing that. As you have the uh, criminal class at a significantly <laughs> good level, uh, you don't need a roll. You're able to pick the lock. Uh, you enter in. It is another suite just like yours, but there's a lot of very rugged wear trunks set up. Uh, they actually look like U.S. military cargo containers. A portable <laughs> variety. Okay. Are the curtains drawn? They are. Okay, I'm going to go check the curtains, the windows, and the seals mm-hmm. on the window to make sure it's all sealed up. Uh, not only is it sealed up, someone has taken the effort to put a couple of uh, steel beams in so that the window can't be opened from the outside. Okay. Uh, do I see a, a pistol box? Uh, well, you see these cargo containers in here. Okay. Start looking for the. I'm going to start looking through some of them just quickly perusing through. Okay. Does the stuff look familiar at all? Uh, you enter the room as well, taking a look yeah. around. Uh, until Nicholas starts, like, opening some, uh, no, but then he starts opening them, and yeah, this was your unit's gear. Like, you start opening it up, and you find your fatigues that your special unit was given. Your old arms are there, your rifles, your handguns, some grenades, Okay. I'm going to get a handgun and load it and put it in my back pocket. And then I'm going to go leave and get, you know, Jackie and Matt. Or at least make them appraise them of this. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll look at uh, Reginald and say, I'll tell the others. I'm I'm gonna get a gun. Yeah, your pistol is there. Yeah. So yeah, I do that. I just you know knock on the other two doors and uh, let them know our gear from the days. Do what? So I kind of I get up, still chewing on a piece of steak. As I walk down there, wiping my hands on a on a white rag. So what kind of goodies we got here? Yeah, your all your units gear is there, including back backpack radio, still there. Um, some maps of the areas you ran some missions in are there. Um, document files from uh, things you remember doing. Uh, but as you're thumbing through it, there's some stuff in here you don't remember as well. Your units attached to it but you don't remember the calls, call numbers or the, the mission names. And then as you're flipping through, there's one folder at the end. It says Firefly. <clears throat> the folder's empty. Well, Jackie's looking through this stuff. Uh, I asked Reginald, uh, let's go see the other room. All right. I'm going to look in that folder. You said it's empty. I'm going to carefully kind of 
pick it up and angle it towards the light? Is there any like residue from like maybe where a piece of paper is looks flaked off to see were there documents in here? Actually, it stands out as you pull it out. All the other files are original files. Like uh, it's been several years, so there's some weathering to them. You know, they've been exposed to sunlight and then put in damp. This one is a fresh new folder. So I wonder if this is our job or something. There's nothing in here, but it's fresh. Take a deep smell of it. It smells like a fresh manila envelope. Yeah, it smells brand new. It was just opened and placed in here. The tag Firefly matches all the other tags, though. So it was done on the same type of you know, uh, little tag gun. Okay, so we're going to approach the other room. Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing with the lockpicks. And uh, I'll look over to uh, Reginald, you know, give him the look like, Cover me, kind of thing. Right, I'll do so. And uh, do the picks. Okay, you do. You pop it open. It's another suite, just like yours. Um, it has nothing in it, though. There's no baggage. Uh, there's no sign that anyone has been in here. It's been set up for. Looks like you know the next guest. Uh, the only thing left is a silver tray on the bed with another one of those manila envelopes like you all picked up at the desk. And the manila envelope is laying on the silver tray. Okay. So I'm going to ignore the envelope for right now unless Reginald wants to do something with it. And I'm still going to look around the room Mm -hmm. in places like behind things, above things. You know, anywhere somebody could stash something. So go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, you can add criminal to it, knowing the best places that you would want to hide something. Would that be a mind roll? It would be a mind roll. That's fine. Okay. So how do I do this now? I do my the top one with a bonus or what? No, the top one is without any, oh, any extra bonus. Yeah, just click that one, and then it'll ask you what your modifier is. Add in your levels of criminal and just hit okay. the button. Can, uh, since I've got photographic memories, right. does the Firefly, does that ring a bell? Is there anything I can remember from anywhere? Absolutely not. Uh, all the other missions, though, ring a bell. There's a, few, there's a few in here, though, that don't as well, like uh, that you were, again, your unit was attached to. It's all There's a bunch of information, but you don't remember them at all. But going through those folders, you're seeing... Uh, there's mission reports, there's photographs of the site, you know, there's a commendation for jobs well done by your unit, but you don't remember some of those at all. Nothing I would have heard about in like espionage circles. Um, that's a good question. Um, I tell you what, make me a mind roll. You can add your espionage levels to this. Let me just see how you go. This is going to be difficult. though. This is going to be very difficult. So we're going to call this a demanding task, making it four less. So with a four less, you do not make a nine. Uh, you do have some re-rolls if you want to use a re-roll. Up to you. Um, sure, I'll use one. 
So you'll you'll need with a minus four, you'll need a thirteen or better. Oh, no. not at all. <laughs> yeah. Not they no, nothing comes to mind. I mean, you're looking through it. The reports seem fairly thorough, if a bit simple. Like you would think the action reports would be more in depth, uh, but nothing comes to mind. Did any Jeff, did anything? looking around, uh, looking for anything hidden uh, in the room, uh, you do, you know, you're, you're searching around. Uh, you find signs that there was someone in here. Like uh, there's a scrap of a candy wrapper that was left behind that you find, you pocket. Um, in the mirror, in the, in the washroom, you notice just, you know, tilting your head a little bit. Uh, it looks like someone's rubbed on the, uh, the mirror in here. And you can just see with a little bit of steam that was used to clean the bathrooms, it looks like there's some writing on the window or on, on, on the glass. Like, you know, you know, like if you take a cold glass and you write on it, um, it'll leave behind an impression. So it looks like there was something written on the mirror, but you can't quite make out what it says. So would turning on the shower help? You're going to steam up the room. Uh, yeah, turn on turn on the shower. Steam starts to collect, and you can read it a little bit clearer. Uh, and it just starts to slowly reveal, remember Firefly. And then below that, it says, don't trust what you remember. Okay, because I don't remember a thing. Actually, let me shorten that. It'll say, don't trust your memories. That's, yeah, it'll say, don't trust your memories. Well, I'm still in my room. I've got a steak over my eye to, <laughs> with my uh, black eye and having a nice, relaxing bath right now. So, yep. uh, you know. I'm assuming there's uh, windows in this room, correct? There is a window uh, in 309. If that, if you're looking at the room with all the gear, there's a yeah. window. I want to like look out of that and just kind of study the, the surroundings, see if there's anything that stands out or if it appears we're being watched or anything like that. You're downtown. Uh, this is one of the tallest buildings downtown, but you're on the third floor. So there are some where you can look across <laughs> and you can see into windows across from you. Uh, they're pretty much closed up for the day as the, the heat of the sun tends to warm up rooms that have not been uh, you know, fans or air conditioning of some sort. Um, you don't immediately see anyone taking interest in this window, but someone could. It's a possibility. I'm just going to kind of put that to memory, the angles and, and everything mm-hmm. where this is at. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back into the room where Jackie is mm-hmm. and uh, Reg- original original uh, bill. Did you, did your, did your guy take the envelope with you from the train? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go back in there and uh, actually I took the pistol, the loaded pistol. So I'm going to grab two more mags and my knife. Mm-hmm. I got a, a Sykes Fabian commando knife and grab that, the knife and the seeth. Yeah, I'll bring some more ammo, too. 
And yep. uh, you would also probably know that being caught with a firearm uh, is not good here. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But be, not being caught with is even worse sometimes. Yep. So, um, I'm going to look at uh, the other two and uh, say who's staying. I'm going to finish my steak, then I'll, I'll be done, ready to do whatever. Okay. And I look at Reginald. Because I meant, what I mean by saying who's staying is like, who's staying in the room to guard this stuff? <laughs> I'll stay. I'll stay. Okay, because I'll do it if nobody else wants to do it. No, but, I'll, do it. I'll take care of it. Okay. And I said, uh, I'll wash up, I'll be back. And then I leave. I'm going to pocket a couple grenades before I leave, though. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, um just drop them down the front of your pants. They're fine there. <laughs> no one can tell the difference anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I I'm going to go uh shit shower and shave and yeah. Take care of all of that, eat something and then after that whatever, but I'll be yeah. back. You feel to, uh, much better after a good hot leave. bath. Everything just kind of unkinks your bruises uh makes better blood flow, your bruises start to you know, feel a little a little better uh, food. As I said, food and drink are brought up. So all that happens. So after you guys have uh, unwound a little bit, uh, what do you want to do? Well, I mean, I will eventually come into the room and find out what's going on here. Uh, um, well, I think I've got a plane down at the docks as well. So, I mean, if we wanted to move it to a this stuff to a more secure location... <laughs> Or, well, I don't know that it's more secure, but I'm all ready for transport. Have something on going on down there. Um, you have a plane? Yeah. Well, I have a dock. I assume oh. there's something at the dock. Mm. I mean, I must have got here somehow. Okay, so I'm going to go over and uh, do... Uh, Maintenance, you know, clean everything that needs cleaning, okay. load what needs loading, uh, going, yep. getting ammo from uh, filling clips. Doing everything all is remarkably well kept. It's been in storage for years, but uh, before it was put away, everything was oiled and greased and, you know, covered with an oily rag. It was put away very well so that everything would work fine. And this is your trusty equipment. Like you, very familiar with how it wears, how it feels, how it shoots. Okay, so I'll go ahead and do that. Well, whatever, whoever's doing whatever, but I'll go ahead and uh, start cleaning equipment and uh, loading mags. And because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, but whatever it is, this is ours now, and we're not giving it up. So, <laughs> all right, what's everyone else doing? I'm staying behind. Hey, what time of day or night is this? Uh, this is like it was early afternoon when you woke up in the warehouse. So it's getting towards evening. Heat starting to go down. You're starting to see more people on the streets. I think I'm gonna go after I get cleaned up and eat. I'm gonna go uh, later. I know I'm going down to the lobby. I'm just gonna kind of hang out in there and. See who comes in and out. Find a nice spot that's uh, not hidden, but not com- easily visible. 
just to kind okay. of observe the door, see so it comes to the end, where I can watch the door and and the uh, check in. While Sounds you're good. down there, I don't know whether you'll see anybody like this, but look out for a beggar who takes photos, because there there are people who will sell you holiday photos like that. And if there's a regular there, then they might have a photo of our fifth member. So we'll see who that was. Will do. All right. So the lobby has a lot of amenities. There are newspapers from all around the world that are collected here, all the big names. Um, there is uh, radio broadcasts uh, playing in little nooks. They have televisions uh, set up. Uh, 1950s uh, was the beginning of some of uh, really the beginning of media domination as far as getting people to sit in front of television sets. Uh, so you had series shows showing up uh, that were very enthralling. So there are like little little nooks all over the lobby where people can go in, tune a TV or tune a radio and just kind of relax with a the paper. There are uh, bellhops going around with trays full of like cigarettes, snacks, that sort of thing. Uh, nothing you have to pay for. It's all, it's all part of your stay here, apparently. No one's asking for money, although tips, of course, uh, come and go, but not as much as it would in the United States. Uh, Tipping culture is not huge this time, especially here. You know, find me a, a an English paper, and mm-hmm. uh, I sit where there's a TV, but I don't have it turned down the volume so I can hear and listen better. Sure, just keep my eyes peeled for anything that may stand out. I tell you what, why don't you make me a roll to see, uh, you know, to see if anyone's watching you or paying any particular attention to you. Um, we will do this as, let's see, what is like, what do we use as perception in this? Um, Jeff, is this mind? Yeah. A mind check. Yeah. And then if you have like spy, um, soldier will do spy is better knowing, you know, uh, what to look for. Okay. So just the, the green die. And then a modifier if I have soldier. Or soldier, whatever your level in soldier is. Difficulty is a little easier if you have spy, but soldier will uh, can still help. Nine. Um, okay, so with a modifier that's going to fail, do you want to keep it or do you want to use a reroll? And remember, you've got hero points too. Yeah. yeah. Say what is it, what are hero points? How do I so use a hero a- point? You can spend to reroll. Uh, there's a few other things that do, but it can do. But in this situation, the re-roll is what you want. Now you have to take the second roll. Yeah, I'll do that. They're here to be spent. The hero points refresh at the beginning of each session. It's a four, and then let me. Nope. Nope. Okay. There are a lot of people in the lobby. Some people take a casual interest in you, and in that you're a foreigner. Uh, which there are plenty, though, so you don't stick out that badly. Uh, you do see there are a bunch of people that try that are sneaking in uh, and trying to sell people like trinkets, um, drugs, <laughs> uh, various things. And as soon as the staff noticed, though, they're quickly ran out. But you do notice someone that's got like uh, a little portable camera and is going around uh, and saying uh, if anyone wants a picture. Uh, does he uh, appear to be kind of the description or whatever I was being told about? 
Well, I mean, it's just somebody that's offering to take pictures. I mean, you don't really have a description of anyone. I thought Richard was telling me about a guy. Are you? Was it just a generic? Hey, there's. A guy I didn't there. have a specific person. I just this is okay. the kind of thing that is done. Good thought, Richard. I'm gonna uh, approach him like, hey, uh, I think I've had you take a picture with us. Uh, did you take this? And I'm gonna show him the picture. Uh, actually, the the picture that you have, you know that picture. That was the last picture that your unit had, was taken. Like you are very familiar with this picture. Okay, so it wasn't a recent one. It is it not was a recently recent developed. developed. Recently developed from the same, uh, what are they called? Uh, film, uh, the original film, but it is not a, you know, it's not a, a recently taken one. Like you're you're younger in this picture, <laughs> so is everyone else in there. Trying to figure out when Polo- okay. when the first Polaroid camera hit the market. Oh, founded in nineteen thirty seven. So yeah, this guy's got an inst- He's got a Polaroid. Uh, so instant pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. And what was your interest wanting me to do with this guy, Richard? I'm sorry. I thought he might have taken photos of us arriving or leaving the hotel. I might have a photo of whoever with the fifth guy with us was. So you might be able to recognize so, that yeah, from you. From yeah, you. You, you recognize me? Come in with some other, uh, some other guys, Corsican, oh, a couple uh, other Americans. No, no, but your friend, he uh, he gave me a very big tip. Uh, which one? And I describe uh, our rich man. The, the rich one with the fancy clothes. Do you, do you not remember? It seemed to have been a. a, a oh, a, we drank a little too much. Oh, uh, yes, yes, it was. Uh, you haven't have copies of those pictures or any others uh, we he looks a little cage he's like well i mean i i might uh i'm sure my friend would be willing to tip generously again oh oh well then surely i can find that photograph please because <laughs> uh you're supposed to get one for me and i think my drunk ass just lost it <laughs> all right so we'll we'll uh we'll cut to a little bit uh, he's ran off, but he comes back a little bit later, and he has uh, the photograph. Uh, what it is, is it's all of you guys uh, in the bar here. Apparently last night, as uh, the Polaroid's got, uh, you know, it's it's got the date on the back and such. Uh, and there's all four of you, like, looking like you're very drunk. Uh, you see some gambling going on in the back. You're all got champagne glasses being held up. Uh, but there's a fifth person in the picture. Do I uh, it? Yeah, uh, he went by the name January, and he's dead. At least you were told he was dead. He was one of the eight that were part of your force. But very much alive in the picture. Seems to be. He's uh, he's like front and center holding up a magnum of champagne. All of you have big smiles on your face. Um, you can see like somebody's got a television in the background that's doing the New Year's countdown. So like this was right as the new year, you know, hit. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is exactly what I was hoping for. Uh, the memories are starting to come back. Thank you so much. If you'll wait here, let me go get my friend. Cause I'm, I know he would be very generous in a tip for you with this. I'll be, I'll be right back. Just leave him hanging. <laughs> and uh, head upstairs. <laughs> all right. So Bert in that, in amongst all the equipment and all that. Yeah. Um, is there a water cash or, uh, well, let me think about this for a minute. No, there's not a wad of cash, 
but there is a little box that has small uh, ingots of silver, gold, like trade stuff that you could use for cash. Okay. Yeah, Two gems. We all need some pocket cash. But... Okay. There's some particularly, uh, other than the standard kit out that you would have for you know a soldier there's some particularly nice uh telescopes uh there's some particularly nice cameras okay i'm looking uh i'm looking for a rifle uh yeah. and and a scope with a scope sure okay so i yeah because that's my deal the, the sniper mm-hmm. deal it's your so. it's your old standby it's betsy haven't seen Betsy since she turned her back in. <laughs> it's still got the notches on the side where each of your kills happened. Nice. Okay. So yeah, I'll take I'll, you know, get that ready as well with everything else. Make me uh, a mind check. All right. No okay. nothing else added, just two D six and a mind check. All right. All right, nothing special. Okay. All right, yeah, Betsy. Feels good in your arm. It's still weighted exactly like you liked it. You put a little bit of extra weight in the stock because it was front-heavy. It's tuned just like you left it. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I was just looking for some uh, uh, cash, but well, maybe we'll no hit, up, yep. hit up Reginald for a loan. Uh, Calhoun. You come back, you come running upstairs. You got the Polaroid in your hand. So, uh, y'all remember January? What, 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 what happened to him again? Which I, I know, but I'm going to see what everybody else remembers. So, what you all remember about January is he was kind of the team, uh, well, ostensibly his position was medic, but he, was kind of like the team psychologist as well. He kind of kept you guys together whenever you had breakdowns or if things got a little bit too stressful. He was, uh, he's the one that kept everything together. And what do we remember how he bought it? You didn't, he didn't die during a mission. You were told later on, you got messages after you had mustered out that January had died. Cancer is what it said. We all got the same cancer message yeah hell of a way to go uh too bad we 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 don't have him around anymore and then i turn the polaroid around and show everybody yeah that's not what i was expecting no me either looking at him in this photo and trying to remember the body, could they match up? The uh, one in the warehouse that we saw. No, no, the body was definitely shorter and thicker. January okay. was kind of like a tall, lanky guy. And this shorter, thicker guy couldn't be one of the other members of the team we've already been told who were dead. Could they? I don't think so. Okay. This is... Huh. 
And uh, I look at I look over at uh, Reggie, and I tell him I I need to backtrack on here because I didn't show him the shower. But if we could retcon it, I'd like to say when we were doing the thing, I showed him the shower. Okay. Yep. And then I look at Reggie and I said the shower. I mean, Reggie, also, you owe this photographer guy a nice little tip. I told him you'd pay him up. He's down right. in the lobby waiting. I can do that. So right. I'm, I'm going to remind you about the shower, Reggie. Hmm? The shower. What am I? Oh, did you did you hear what I had said just a minute ago? It, it's This is where my absent-minded flaw comes into play, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there was a message the, on the on the mirror. That showed up when you fogged up the uh, the bathroom. All right. Okay. What was the message? Don't believe or don't trust your memory. Yep. And then when we saw his picture, I looked at you and I said the shower, but mm. I didn't explain to these two because I that's my taciturn thing. I don't. So I'm immediately going to start thinking that maybe this guy isn't dead. <laughs> Well, the photograph from last night seems to say he's not. Um, if he goes downstairs to pay the kid, go ahead and give me a mind check with your levels of spy. Okay. And Oak and Richard, you guys, since we all serve together, you know I don't say too much stuff. And so I'll say something like that. And so feel free to, you know, say, what the hell does that mean? Or something like that. What was his nickname? What was his nickname in your unit? So January is a nickname. So what was uh, Jeff's character? What was uh, Nicolo's nickname? <laughs> is Jeff picking his own nickname? Then? No, I'm asking. No, no, no. I, I want everyone else to pick it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get my. I don't get to pick my own nickname. So. Yeah. I'm just going to do this as people bring up their flaws. So, sure. like, you know, what nickname you would have gotten from that. Yeah, my flaw is taciturn. And I'm trying to play it as much as I can, but still I'm talking too much. Yeah. Understood. Probably you can think on it. I'll like, just always add. just the opposite. It's friendly. Isn't it? <laughs> Chatterbox. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad one. Yeah, like that. Okay, That's a so good one right there. Chatterbox is his yeah, next one. Like All right. Sounds good. Uh, so, Bill, did you make that roll? Oh, yes, you made that roll. Uh, so your your training uh, that you have undergone um, tells you that you are being watched. There are several people around. Uh, they look uh, like natives. Not, not the French that are not really native here. They just kind of took over. But some of the native population. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a man that's sitting kind of near the front, uh, pretending to read a newspaper. But as soon as you come into the lobby, you know, he's definitely taking care to move just so, so that he can keep you in his sight. Man towards the back end next to where the restaurant is. Looks like he's a waiter. Uh, but as you come in, he kind of stops what he does. And he, again, he kind of situates himself so that he can be, that you're in his view as he continues to wipe off some glasses. You're under surveillance.
the kid's there. It's like, oh, Mr. Fane. But thank you so very much for buying the photograph last night. Uh, your friend uh, just uh, bought my only uh, backup copy. Oh, that's, that is fine. That is fine. What, um... <clears throat> so what... Uh... We'll say your money was already been uh, dropped off to you, so you've got yeah. the cash that you asked for. Yeah, yeah. So I'll 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 give him a, a generous tip, and you know, do you uh, do you happen to know where our our friend is? Oh, after last night, uh, no. You all went. Uh, you went for a walk on the town. Uh, Did we say anything else about what we were doing? Was well, to watch the fireworks, of course. Do I notice? Is he like? Do I think he's involved with these? Oh, if you think he's part of the people observing you? No, but you do kind of find it suspicious that he has backup copies of pictures. Hmm. Well, thank you. If you, uh, if you run into this friend of mine, tell him we're looking for him. Well, um, I uh, I might have some other photographs of him. Oh, oh yes, I'd be very interested in, in that. Is is your friend uh, well known? Is he an entertainer or someone of of note? <clears throat> no, he's just. Um, we're trying to sort of piece together what happened. Evidently, we had quite a party last night, and. We're having trouble remembering the details. We'd like to gather as much information as we can. Well, um, I have one other photograph of your friend. I was going to save it. To sell to the papers, perhaps, if your friend was anyone of note. No, I'm probably of more note than he is. Um, May I see the photograph? I, 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 uh, he kind of takes a step back, uh, so make sure you're not within uh, arm's reach. I'm afraid my memory is not so good of where those photographs are kept. Um, I'll kind of pull out my wallet and be like, hmm, are you sure about that? Well, my memory does get better the heavier my wallet is. Uh, well, I'll pass him over a couple of dollars and say, how does it, your memory, uh, Coming back to you now? Oh, this, yes, yes, very much so. Um, wait here. And he kind of looks around to make sure none of the staff is watching. And then he uh, walks into a restroom that's uh, nearby. After just a few minutes, he comes out. While uh, he's gone, while he's gone, I'm going to lean over and, and whisper to Nico that we're being watched. And is Nico there? Are you there, Nico? No, I'm upstairs. I yeah. you were. Okay. No, I, th- I think you came down by yourself. Okay. So after a few moments, he brings back a photograph, and uh, it is the man you know as January, and uh, he he's got the side of his face is red and swollen. Uh, there's a lot of blood coming out of his nose, and he's he must have noticed the kid taking his photograph because he's got his hand up like trying to cover his face, right. and he's right outside of three ten. <clears throat> 
Like you can see the number 310 on the door. Did we, if we been in 310 or that yeah. was? No, you've been in 310. It was cleaned. <laughs> was that the one with the, with the message on the mirror in the bathroom? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was no. I don't think it was a uh, color uh, long shot GM. I think the Polaroids in 1950 probably were black and white or sepia. Yeah, they were black and white. Yeah, I never but, heard of copies of Polaroids. Otherwise, I mean, I use Polaroids a lot. Back there, the there, there's not copies. The kids, <laughs> the kids taking extra photographs using them as blackmail material. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, it's good enough to tell that the, the the guy was injured, bleeding pretty profusely out of his nose, uh, and he was going into three ten. Hmm. What kind of candy bar is it that I have? The it's a wrapper. wrapper. Uh, you don't know. It's like a. It's just a uh, uh, kind of a caramel colored aluminum. It doesn't have a, la- a label. Mm-mm. Does it say Zagnut or anything? Nope, nope. Uh, it's probably not a brand name. It's probably something that's sold in the market here, you think? Okay. All right, so picture obtained. You know that you are being watched. Uh, you heading back up. What are you doing? Mm, I don't know. I have this urge to just go sit down by the guy reading the paper. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going okay. to go sit down by the guy that's observing us that's reading the paper. And, okay. You know, I'll grab, like, if there's a paper by there, I'm going to put it up and go, so, uh, how you doing? Oh, quite well. Have you tried the uh, the tea? They make a fantastic tea here. Mm. Mm. You celebrated last night. Uh-huh. You kind of, you know, make, brings reference to your face, which is still all mm. swollen up. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it happens. It happens. Oh, uh, look, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Why are you following me and who paid you to do so? Oh, I'm part of the Intelligence Bureau here. You are people of interest. Oh, so you're with the government then? Yes. He kind of hedges that a little bit. Yes. Hmm. So maybe not all the way with the government. I gotcha. So... Do you happen to know where our friend that we were with last night is? Oh, he kind of folds the paper on his lap and he kind of turns to you. So he's got his full attention. We would very much like to know where he is as well. He's uh, entered our country illegally, you see. Mm. Well, we can't have that. I'll tell you what, I'll, um, I'll let you know if we find anything and you do the same. Oh, please. Yes. He is wanted for some burglaries. We'll certainly get to the bottom of this now, won't we? Well, I was hoping you could shed some light. Uh, the burglaries were very specific. Oh? Pharmacies. <coughs> it's pharmacies. Uh, four pharmacies, to be exact. Mm. Not, okay. not medications that one would typically steal to sell or to have a good time. What what was taken? Uh, do you have any medical background? Probably like, not. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, so he names off several different chemicals, which don't mean anything to you, really. Uh, these medications, and he sees that on your face. These medications are typically used for people that are uh, experiencing uh, mental mental breaks. Oh. Oh. Well, I, I, uh, I wish I knew more about it. Believe me, I do. Oh, as do we. Is this the beginnings of a new drug that we're going to see on our streets? Is your friend perhaps cooking up something new to destroy our youth? You know, this makes sense because we don't remember anything. He pauses for a minute. Oh, well, after as much as you drank last night, that's not surprising. Yeah, but I don't think we drank that much. I think. Oh, you drank quite a bit, my friend. I might have. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it's it's it, it's not often that I drink enough to forget everything. Well, when you say everything, I, I assumed you meant the evening. I don't remember coming to this country. The last I know, I was at a party in the United States, and now I'm here, and I don't remember how I got here. That's not from a night of drinking. He looks very taken aback. He's like, you're not, what is, what is how you, you're not pulling my, my leg. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is interesting. Uh, he fishes around inside of his uh, robe, pulls out a <clears throat> card, hands it to you. If you remember anything or can help us to find this man, call. I'll, um, I take the card. I thank him. I, uh, leave, a, leave a five on the, on the bench. Go and you do the same. Uh, yeah, he just kind of looks at the money on the bench disdainfully, picks up his paper. And just nods. <laughs> okay. So I'll probably head back up now. Is that okay. when, when, if the others are coming back? All right. Uh, what's everyone doing during all of this? I will remind you, you guys have, uh, each of you has an envelope that was left in your mailbox. And then you've got the one envelope that looks very similar. That was on the silver tray that was left in room 310. Did we well, not open them. those? No one's opened them. Yeah. <laughs> Put it They're waiting for that! <laughs> yeah. We burned them without looking in them, but <laughs> what now? <laughs> oh, let's open them and see, I guess. Uh, the card, by the way, just has a phone number and an extension. Nothing else. Plain card. And what's in the envelope? Okay, who opens it first? And which one do you open? The one on the tray or the one that was in your box? So who's doing it first? And what do you open? Mine. All right. Uh, and you open the one that was in your box? box? Yep. You open it. Uh, and there is uh, a sponge about the thickness and same size as like a business card. It's very odd. and It's got a strong smell coming from it. Just had a bath. Would have been useful earlier. 
Hmm. All right, so you pull, um, you pull the you pull it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everyone else that's in the room, I'm going to assume that's going to be everyone except for Bill's character. Um, see how to how to phrase this. So uh, Braddock just starts screaming. Closest person to him, which I'm going to say is probably uh, your character, Jeff. He just punches you, just cocks you on the side of the face. He starts screaming and tearing at his clothes. He's ripping his clothes off. Um, he's he's he just completely nonsensical statement. Something about uh, not again. Uh, you can't do this. Uh, not the room. <laughs> What are you guys does doing? This, He's doing does harm. Does this bring back anything to me or no. seeing him touch that? Does that do I know of any kind of chemical reaction that they would cause that? Are you a chemist of any kind? Yes, I am. <laughs> you are. Well, there there are <laughs> drugs that can cause issues. two levels in chemistry. Yeah. I mean you don't have to roll it. There are drugs that can cause certain things, but uh it seems oddly specific as he's just ranting and raving he looks like he's he's terrified, but he's fighting against whatever it is that is is frightening him. Uh, unfortunately, again, Jeff, you get clocked upside the face as you're the closest person to him. He's yelling, not again, not again. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to tackle him and try to, to subdue him and just keep him wrapped up so he doesn't All hurt right. himself or anyone else. That's a grapple check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's uh, strength and athletics, however many points you have in both of those, plus a 2d6 roll, uh, minus... Uh, Richard, what's your defense? My defense is a one. Minus one. And you need to make a nine or better on that. Okay, so my strength plus what else? Strength and agility. Add those two together, roll a 2d6. So that would be two and minus one. So just 2d6 plus one. That's fine, yep. Uh, plus no. one, it'd be five. Five, no. You, get off, get off. Yeah, exactly. He backhands you. He punches you. Just a quick rabbit punch. He just fights you off. He sees that you're there, but he doesn't see who you are. He's screaming. Yeah, he's screaming out like... You're not oh, putting you... me back. I'm yeah, standing yeah. out. There you, go. there you go. <laughs> he's got a little help. Okay. So, yeah, well, they're... Well, they're uh, well. How much damage does he do to me? I mean, how? It's in no damage. It's just it's just a surprise. Just clutch on the side of the face. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then first I'm mad at myself for getting clocked, and then uh, then I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, reach for my gun. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, no. Okay. I'm going to you know reach for my gun and. Uh, uh, in his back of his head, you know, give him a whip. All right. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be a melee attack. Roll. Off, the using, off the bat. Using an improvised weapon. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I think, what is that? Uh, the damage is, is less, uh, but you get your full strength modifier on it instead of half. But go ahead and see if you can hit him first. Right. 2d6. Um, and you're going to be using agility on this one. And minus his defense, which is one. You have criminal, right? 
I have criminal and I have weapon specialist Savat. Yeah, this is not really Savat. But I'm not really going to yeah. be doing anything Savati. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah, so no, no career then on that. Just uh, go ahead yeah. and. And uh, straight. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. He's 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 fighting hard. He's fighting hard. Yeah, he's skill. terrified, he but he has skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Reginald, uh, you come back up the stairs right at the time the the door to the room is open, and you can see that uh, yeah he he's freaking out. They're trying to subdue him, uh, not having much luck. He's fighting them off. Uh, acting like he's a cornered animal. What do you want to do? You're muted as well, Bill. So, you know. I knew that. I was just waiting to, to, to see. Um, I can't hear anything either in my panic, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run in and, and try to maybe get a blow in. <laughs> I always wanted to punch him. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Okay, so what am I rolling here? Melee? 2d6 plus your agility uh, and your combat skill of melee. Uh, uh, minus one for his defense, and you need to make a nine or better. Okay, so it's basically just 2d6 then. <laughs> if that's your character, sure enough. Yeah. Uh, 2d6 minus one because he has a defensive one. Plus one because I have one in melee, so it's just 2d6. All right, 2d6. Right? There you go. No, he, he is you fighting hard. He's fighting hard. Okay, so I am the end boss. Are there gang up bonuses? Yes, yes, there is. Uh, yeah. Uh, so now that everyone is in the room, let's go ahead and do a proper initiative now. So everybody, initiative. We're going to treat uh, Richard's character as if he was a villain <laughs> for the for the initiative sequence. You should be able to... Uh, you stopped talking in the middle of that, but... One second. Time's up. <laughs> Oop. You've muted yourself in... Uh, uh, in Zoom, or whatever it is as well now. Can you hear me? Yep. Not there as strong as before, but yeah. How about now? Any better? Yeah. yeah. That'll do. All right. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, do it, everybody. And uh, let's see how this works. Okay. So, we're just doing our regular, well, add initiative to it, right? You should be able to hit the initiative button on your character sheet. Okay. It should roll the initiative and tell us, uh, yeah, give us the priority. So you need to get a nine to succeed. You uh, can't you fail, fail an initiative roll, can you? It, yeah, because in this, yep. the, there's a priority ranking. So failing means that you go not last, you go but ahead of rabble, which is uh, an NPC tag. Ah, yeah. I see. Okay. So if everybody fails, that means that the villain goes first. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I should say that. Yeah, Richard didn't have to roll because he's he's considered the villain in this I'm case. Villain. So is, you is go Madden first. Everyone Madden else failed. 
Is Matt a big guy? Um, he's athletic. He's not huge. He's got oh, he's wiry. He's defined, but doesn't have like loads of muscles. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking most pilots back then, even now today, they take them because they're they're smaller in stature. Yeah, yeah. he's that. wiry though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, right. Well, I mean, I'm going to start. So, from your perspective, you. this this is a group of orderlies that are trying to hold you down yep. while the doctor's coming at you with something in a in a a plunger. So that's what you see. I'm going to start shouting at you in a language that I assume absolutely nobody else here can understand. It's very arcane and full of uh, glottal sounds, etc. Nobody yeah, can... So you're speaking American in the Bronx accent, right? No. <laughs> Welsh. <laughs> Welsh. Welsh. I've taken Welsh. Oh, okay. Same thing. And <laughs> then I, I'll, make, I'll make a run for the door, try and barrel my way past all these orderlies. Get out. Sure. So, okay. I think... Yeah. Um, I don't know what I do as a villain. I've never been a villain. Okay, so what we'll do... I've never uh, admitted to being a villain. Here's, how, here's how we'll do it. Here's how we'll do it. So you basically make a charge through the door. We're going to say that you're doing a full defense, which is going to mean that your defense counts as plus two. Is that right, Jeff, if you do full yeah. defense? Yep. So That's your defense will be a three now as they uh, try and do something against you as you run for the door. So that's it. Yeah, your friend is running for the door, yelling about, you'll not get him this time! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So everyone else failed, uh, so that just means you all go at the same initiative. You can decide who goes first amongst yourselves, or you can do it by um, agility order. Either one is fine. Let's just go down the row. Okay. Jack. Yeah, so trying to make another grapple check. Uh, yeah, do you actually do you want to dogpile them? If so, that you can get a plus one, uh, yeah, up to plus two. So everybody's just dogpiling. Yeah. So go ahead and make me the grapple check, and you can do it at a plus two, uh, minus Start three we, for his defense. Is it for each of us, or we would take whoever's got the highest roll and let them roll for the group? Uh, the, I think the way it works is uh, they're helping you, and then they try it. You can help them. So. Yeah. So if you fail, they can try to grapple on their own too. And Actually, so I, I guess I guess technically no, because they have to take an action to help you. So this round, no, the the one role would be the grapple, as yeah. you all try to dogpile on him. So well, I mean, if they're doing maybe, it in whatever order they want, then surely yeah. they could just go and anchor and Rich yeah, just whoever wants yeah. to be the anchor. Uh, yeah, whoever's got the the best role, which I think is uh, agility and Rich. strength. We've got That's one me. in each. <laughs> I got a two and a one. A two You're and a agility, one in strength. You got a uh, zero in strength and a three in agility. Yep. He's quick, though. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, that uh, plus two that you're going to get from the others to help you is going to get rid of his, uh, well, two points of his defense. So you're going to still be minus one overall. Okay. So two to roll. roll. Let's see. I'm going to do the melee, right? I don't think you get melee. I think you get strength and agility, uh, and that's it for grapples. Okay, so how do I get these strength, the my one strength and my... I think you might just have to do a roll, slash roll, and just do however many plus uh, that three. way. Yeah, 2d6 plus okay, 3. 2D, 2d6 plus 3. And then it's going to be minus 1 total for his defense. Okay. So 2d6 plus right, 2. Yes. Plus 2, okay. Okay. 
Oh, he did. Three. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, so a 12 is a special thing. Uh, wait, actually, is that a dirty 12 or is it a... That's with a, a bonus die. That is okay. definitely okay. not... Yeah, that was a 3 and a 5. Okay, so it's five. not a natural 12. Okay. So it's still a 10. You still yep. get me. It's still, an, it's still a success. I am right. so disappointed. <laughs> I could have led us off on this entire different adventure and we never would have understood <laughs> what was going on here. Uh, okay, so the attack was successful. You've accomplished grappling the opponent, immobilizing the enemy. To maintain the hold, you must make another grappling roll using the task resolution table for each following round while subtracting the target strength, agility, and defense this next time around. So this is what I was saying on this one, Jeff. The grappling didn't make a lot of sense yeah. for them to only get defense the first roll, but then they get everything else on the second roll. So you guys dogpile on him. You jump on top of him, bringing him down as he's uh, screaming about, <laughs> not again. Off. Get off. I don't want doctors. Get off me. Get off. Okay. <laughs> so um, uh, are we going to move it for the story and keep yep. it? But we're just, you've got your dogpile on him. You've got him held down. He's still struggling. Uh, he's not come to his senses, but you've got him held. And we'll we'll end the combat with that. Uh, just tell me what you guys want to do. So all it's taking all three of you. There's like one in each arm, and then somebody's sitting on his to, legs, trying to reach over and like yank a, the bed sheet off, oh, so we nice. can tie him okay. up. All right, yeah, you, you tie him up. Mouth. Put the grenade in his mouth, quick! Grenade. Mouth. <laughs> it's funny. I thought about that. <laughs> uh, so you're being straight jacketed. They're putting the straight jacket on you. You know what comes next? The electroshock. I mean, I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna try and get out of this, but I, yeah, I mean, quite as hard as I can, but I don't want that. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, so yeah, just just to move it along. You guys have him tied yep. down, and again, in your mind, you've had a straight jacket put up on you. Uh, you see the doctor coming at you with the paddles. Not the duck. Not the duck. Get off. Get off. So you guys watch as he struggles and then his whole body just kind of convulses. And then he just kind of goes limp. Okay. Yeah, and uh who was in there? Me and Jackie, right? So all of you, all three what, yeah. what the hell happened? Well, I mean to be to initiate it. Uh yeah, to initiate it was uh everybody but Bill's character was in there. So and he touched the sponge is what it was, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna like look for some uh, something I can use to uh, pick that up without touching it, okay. and uh, see if I can call down to the kitchen to bring me certain things that maybe I know that household supplies or that would be readily available, so I can try to run some basic chem tests or something <laughs> to figure out what's what. Ooh, that's gonna be rough, but yeah, okay, very before, basic. Before you do that, or as you're thinking to do that, I'm gonna turn to you just. We should leave. Where are we going to go? I don't know, but here is not good. Well, if we're under surveillance or somebody knows we're here, they're going to be watching for us to leave. So, But they don't know we know that. Braddock, you, uh, you wake up. Uh, you're covered in sweat. You hurt, and for some reason... Uh, you're tied down with the bed sheet with your friends kind of looking at you in horror. (laughs) 
back to yourself, Braddock. What's going on here? What, what's the last thing Are you remember, Are we still buddy? in um, Casablanca? Yeah. What you? What did you have to eat last? Uh, I was in my room eating at a bath, and I had some potatoes. Why? Okay. Just making sure it's you. That you're all good. You need to get out of here still? Um, I mean, I'd like out of here. I don't really <laughs> need tying up, I don't think. Uh, but what? Carefully on time, waiting for any kind of sign that he... He's going to relapse and let him go. Yeah, you're breathing hard. You're sweating. You really don't know why. You do not remember what? the episode. What? 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 What happened? Uh, you why touched that sponge over there. Don't do it again. And you tripped out. You're fighting all of us. That knot <laughs> over on Nico's head. That was you. He gave me this little shiner. Okay. And well, we're screaming um, you had to get out of here. Tried breaking I for the door. Do apologize, chaps, but okay. I don't remember any of this. From the sponge. Yeah, so well, you need to find something to test this, because that's probably uh, the same kind of stuff you why none of us remember being here to begin with. And then I reach into my pocket and I pull out my envelope and I Easy look at the that. other guys. I mean, I don't open it, but I just show everybody my envelope. Do, like, can you squish it and see if there's like a sponge uh, in there? No, leave all those to the side till I can find something to test these with. They could have residue on the outside of the envelopes as well. Ah, smart man. Okay, I'll put them down on on the table or whatever. By okay. the way, in the equipment that we were given, do we have uh, handcuffs? Uh, no. Okay. You know how to fix that, though, right? Yeah. No, I mean, like, that's another point that you can do with hero points is you can make a small change to the narration. So if you wanted to hand have, come, hand have handcuffs, which is not something you would normally have in this kit, that's why I say no, but you really want them, you can spend a hero point and have ha- and have handcuffs. Yeah, no, I'm okay. It was just uh, something. Okay. I could uh, spend a hero point and in our gear have like test equipment and stuff I would need to yeah. either neutralize or figure out what this is. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, it's gonna be you know ten years out of date, but sure, there's a small lab in there. Just uh, basic stuff. Uh, you got some retorts. You've got some. Uh, Test strips uh, to figure out if something is alkaline or basic. Uh, you've got a few uh, chemical uh, molecule tables telling you, you know, weight of certain drugs, etc. Yeah, you've got a small kit in there for a hero point. Okay. Oh, um, I was also going to forget to ask you earlier because uh, I have demolition. Do we have any? Uh, there, uh, yeah, or anything like that. Okay, so what you don't have is the ex- actual explosives, uh, because after 10 years in storage, they would right. not have weathered well. But you got everything else you need. You've got plungers, you've got debt cords, you've got you know all the tools of the trade. You just don't actually have the explosives. 
But we've got the uh, firing pins and the yeah. uh, internals of these grenades. That's why yep. I took a couple. Yeah. So you've got demolition expert also. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> There's two of us. Okay. So yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's just cut for the the last roll of the night. Uh, you find your chemistry set. You find all your test strips. You get a few things from the kitchens just to find out what you can react with. Um, you know, you know, you can cut up the sponge so that you've got several samples. You've got some gloves in there too, we'll say. So make me a roll. This is going to be difficult. Okay. So it's going to be mind, uh, add in your, your chemist background. Uh, I'm going to give you a plus one to the roll because you, you've got tools that you need, uh, but it's still going to be a difficult thing to do. So what is difficult? Uh, it's going to be hardest. So minus one overall. So drop the plus one. The minus okay, one takes so care just of mind and chemistry. Yeah, and that's the two green die. I mean the the green die, correct? Uh, yes. The green die. There is we the go. Bonus die. So, yeah. yeah, I think uh, level two chemistry gives you a bonus die, I believe, to a roll. Okay. Well, I, that's a success anyway. I got two mind and two chemistry. So. Okay. You. Divide the piece of sponge out several ways. You'd run like 12 different tests. Uh, afterwards, you come up with, you know, you look at your tables, you look at the molecular weights of what you have, uh, you come up with a list of chemicals. And actually, as you start saying these, Bill, your character, not a chemist, but you were just told the names of some of these chemist- uh, chemicals downstairs right, that were stolen. Right. They're all drugs uh, that are used in psychotherapy. Okay. Uh, I mean, you've got some lithium in there too, but that's, they're really strong drugs and typically used for, uh, for psychotherapy, for doing therapy on people that have had mental breaks or having uh, confusion issues uh, in their mind, that sort of thing. It is like the kitchen sink. This has got like seven different drugs for that sort of thing in there. It is a very potent cocktail. <laughs> yeah. So now we're looking at Winter Soldier or Manchurian Candidate. (laughs) All right. Uh, And so actually the last thing I want to do for the evening, Richard, uh, and this is not part of Dicey Tales. This is something I just do as a GM. Make me a luck check. High, low, Yep. Tell me what you get. Uh, We will go low. And I have rolled high. Okay. All right. We will stop for the night with the mystery there then, guys. Uh, something going on. You're in Casablanca, 1950, January 1st, after having one hell of a New Year's celebration, apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Richard, you got anything going on this week? Hi, I'm Richard, and occasionally I stream here on Twitch, playing video games badly. You can find me here at LMTDTMFFR, or, say it with me now, limited time offer. No vowels. No vowels. Okay. It's been a while since she said that. <laughs> I've said that. Barbershop yep. Quartet. We are not. No, no. Oak, you got a game after this one? Yes, sir. Playing some 5e homebrew after this. And then again, Friday night, same GM, different campaign. And Saturday night's Midnight Central. I run my Grimdark homebrew. Lots of fun. His stream looks a lot better than mine. (laughs) If only I was half the GM. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Checks in the mail. Um, <laughs> Bill, what do you got going on with the frogs? Well, I'm still doing, uh, still doing Lost City of Baracus. Got a session tomorrow night, and uh, running at least a session a week of the Duaro Deep. Anyone who wants to play, send me a message, and you know, you're in the game. Good stuff, Jeff. Tell us about this game that we're playing. Well, um, you know, right now uh, we're, we've wrapped up uh, the editing of the adventure that's going to be coming in on the Kickstarter, and uh, we're going to be wrapping that up. And when I run the Kickstarter, it'll be, have just this this uh, rule set and, as a stretch goal, would be the adventure. And, yep. Uh, that's basically it. We're just trying to get these last ironed out. And, uh, you know, uh, see where we, see where we go, you know, definitely let folks know when it goes live. Um, and what, uh, Jeff, uh, has uh, taken pains to do for this when it's done, it will be done. I mean, we have test prints of the book. The rules are done. Uh, the adventure has just been handed over to me for layout. It's already been edited. Uh, we're just, the adventure is just going to be a PDF. So there's not much more to go. Uh, and it will, after it funds with any luck, uh, any luck that it funds, it should fund. It's a great game. Uh, things will be available very quickly afterwards because the work's been done already, guys. It's been done. If you found us and you like our stuff, you know where we are. Twitch.tv slash Steam Steel Murder. Check out our podcast, Blue Magic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K.com. There's over 13 years of recorded games. Yeah, yes, back your head. Richard was here for most of them. (laughs) (laughs) Of recorded games on that stream, as well as all of our social media links, our Discord channel, where you're able to get on games of yourself. If you want to play with us, if you want to jump on a stream, get on the Discord. That's how you get started. Yes, Richard's like, no, don't do it. 13 years will go by so fast, and you'll never know it. Uh, yeah, guys, thank you very much for watching. Thank you guys very much for playing. And Thank uh, you for see. running it. Thank you for yeah. running it. Yes, sir. Uh, nobody I recognize is on stream right now, so we will not raid anyone. So let's just say goodbye, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a great night. <laughs>